Hello, this is Nisha here. I'm not sure where I'm recording this podcast for. Possibly for my Patreons. I've had a note to record a podcast for my Patreons for a couple of weeks now. It's kind of coming to that end of year decompression. I've been having some work done on my body, taking some herbs, kind of, I suppose, clearing out all I've kind of taken through. And there have been some interesting themes in the work this year. There's a lot to do with going back to the kind of sense of seeing people who are really struggling with literacy in school and that going unnoticed, unrecognised, all of the implications of that, the complete lack of self-worth, the really deep impacts on students, even down to like really extreme illness, really kind of undoing those patterns and cycles, the sort of stress and anxiety cycles. And that was to a backdrop of Dublin City this day last week. It's been a showdown that I've been predicting and expecting for a while. I think what's interesting is like I feel like writing to Dublin City Council and asking them was this in your plan? And the part I think that's misunderstood by people is that it's it wasn't created by local inner city kids. Those communities have had a lot of resources, a lot of arts projects, a lot of time and a lot of very passionate individuals that have spent time fostering communities and relationships there. The people who caused the trouble travelled in from outside, which is somewhat ironic given that they then set fire to the public transport. There is a sense that if it looks like the streets of Belfast, it might be time to ask what is different in Dublin now. Who is speaking to people? I know at the time of the last election when there was a big campaign to vote left for the arts, then many people were deeply concerned about that. I think a lot of people in arts went along with it because they were just angry. They were being promised something that in truth wasn't going to happen. That yes, the arts had been gravely overlooked for funding. We had really turned their back on our cultural identity. But the reality is that violence is glorified by certain organizations and they pick on people who are angry, who feel a gap, who feel a divide, who don't feel a place in our community. And this is why I go back to, as, as you know, is this in the design of Dublin City Council? Because frankly, 
over the last decade in particular, they have designed a city for American corporations, for their employees. I said that that would only have a decade of a lifespan, and many of those organizations are starting to now let go of staff. And yet we have designed living and designed a city in whole sections around those companies. We have designed a city for tourists. We have designed a city for a young, fit, cycling, high-wood classes, yuppie set of people. And we have driven many Dubliners and many older people out of the city. We no longer have families. We no longer have older people. I notice huge ageism when I take my parents into the city. I notice that that is noticeably better on the north side of the city than the south side. I have seen um, a huge divide in the city that I don't like. I have really enjoyed the multicultural aspect of the north side of the city. And I'm deeply concerned a week after this that we haven't sought to find the ringleaders of the organizations. And there was organizations and there was messages and there was an orchestrated campaign by a very small number of people to threaten the lives of what they see as non-nationals here. And somewhere in this, there is a silver lining because on the day of when things unfolded, when something unfolded in our city that for many other cities would be taken as a given, a stabbing, there was no way that Dublin people were going to let that happen. And many of the people who came to the rescue were non-nationals. They were, they were visiting people or they were people who had come here and set up their lives. And they have become part of our community. And there was a community. And that made me very proud. On the night of the events, I've heard of many stories of people who were out who realised that some of the people in their company were being targeted and they delivered them home safely to their own doors. Those are the aspects of us that we can have pride in. So this is a very small subset of people who feel that they don't have a place in our society. And I think that we, we deeply need to work on that. We deeply need to work on the structure and the creation of our city. We need to work on the communities that are traveling in who feel that they don't have anything in their own communities. We need to work on, as someone said to me, in, in recent times, our city is becoming too Americanized. We need to work on that. It's, it's not who we are. We need to look at the political motivations and the behavior of certain organizations that are glorifying crime and violence and hatred and disrespect towards the Guardi. I wish sometimes that we wouldn't insist on making everyone else's mistakes. I wish we would, at least if we're going to make mistakes, that we sit down and dream up our own. I'm not greeting the Guardi being given tasers with joy. 
I, I read that news story yesterday and sort of flinched because I don't feel that they have been given the sort of training and perspective to not make the mistakes of other countries in racially profiling and even in in looking at at teens in hoodies at the moment and making assumptions and there are an awful lot of teens who dress in hoodies and they're not all interested in setting fire to the Lewis so I have grave concerns that we will just end up making the mistakes of everywhere else in our reaction and in our behavior I think we are not targeting the right people to prosecute. I think we're not looking at the people who are organizing the hatred. And I think that we are alienating people even further who are reacting out because they're not part of our community. And that's what I wrote in Culture Night. Like, they don't feel part of our city. They don't feel part of our culture. And that, that takes work. And that work has been done in many communities. There have been many amazing projects. And so it's a very poor reflection and it's very easy to, to jump to the sense that it's the people living within the city area that are creating this and creating the shocking images that we have. But they are not the people sending out voicemails to target and to incite racial hate. And there are communities now that are living in fear, in a sense of there are taxi drivers who are not going out and working at night because they don't, they're afraid. And it is, like, it's, it's a mess that needs to be dealt with properly and that is not to just hand out resources to meet something on the street with brute force. It is to speak to the aspects of who we are and to reclaim our Irishness, our culture, our city, to invite everybody back into it, to not have a very small percentage of people who like cycling and are capable of cycling to dictate the entire infrastructure so that you shun everybody else from the city, that you make it a place that people have a sense of entitlement, that they don't expect old people to be in it. They don't expect certain demographics to be there. Like, it has become noticeable to me the people who are a bit older who still travel into the city i sat in a cafe during the summer and there was one man who comes into a french cafe every sunday before he goes to the 11 o'clock mass and he is a rarity he shouldn't be a rarity our city needs to really think about how it has alienated everybody and who it is designed for. We've never had a brilliant relationship with drink and I don't believe that the, the needs of the pandemic where people took to drinking on the streets, that really that we need to kind of 
promoting that has, has, has made certain people's lives in certain areas, such as Cable Street, it's made it impossible for those people to live in that area. So there, is, there are so many conversations that are not happening right now. We have basically created a city that in many ways promotes antisocial behavior. And so if we don't deeply look at the roots of that, it's not about handing out tasers for people to just react to what they think are the wrong people. Having lived in the, in the inner city for a while myself, the other aspect of this is that the Gurdi have not gained their respect. They don't turn up to their homes, to the domestic violence situations, to the children who are unsafe. These communities, I've watched them. In one sense, it's, it's extraordinary and amazing to watch them come together and to look after each other at 14 years of age, you know, when their father's too drunk and has thumped them around and everybody finds somewhere safe for them to stay for the night. But there isn't a community guard service in there looking after those people. And if you don't look after them, if you don't go into these situations and you don't look after them, how do you expect to have their respect? There are so many girls in this country who have been subjected to, to sexual abuse. There are so many women in this country who die in their own homes. There is so much that takes place that has not been dealt with and that the Gardaí have not gained the respect of these communities and these families. So there's a lot of work to be done. And there's a lot of pre-programming to do with the church, to do with the place of women, to do with violence that we have not dealt with as a society. And I think it has been a melting pot with that. The very prominent death of a young school teacher last year, that court case has only just taken place and that is added to the mix here. And it is unfortunate that that was a non-national who committed that crime. Because frankly, we have enough Irish men who could have committed that crime. And I think we forget that. There are hundreds of women in this country who die in their own homes every year. So there's a lot to look at here. And I, don't, I think it's easy to, to blame and to victimise a bunch of teenagers vilify them and ignore all of the structures and programming and dysfunction, lack of care that we've offered many people in our community.